I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. Luke uh, chapter 14, beginning at verse 28. These are the words of Jesus. I know because they're in red. Uh, For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough money to finish it? Lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king... Going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether or not he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions for peace. I want to talk to you for a few minutes on counting the cost. The story is told that the chicken and the pig were walking down the highway when they met a man who was destitute, broke, alone, and hungry. And they had a conversation of what they might be able to do for the man. And the chickens said to the pig, let's give him a breakfast of bacon and eggs. The pig thought for a moment and turned to the chicken and said, well, that's easy for you to say. All you have to do is lay a couple of eggs. But for me, that's a total commitment. (laughs) Counting the cost. In life, you must count the cost. A world-class athlete counts the cost of what it will take for him or for her to win the gold medal. And they put their body through strenuous training in order to reach that goal. They count the cost. Everything in life has a cost. When you go to the grocery store, you look at the prices on the items that you buy. You count the cost before you go into the checkout line. You count the cost for children and grandchildren's school tuition and college tuition. And you count the cost when you're about to purchase a new car, whether or not you'll be able to make the payments. And you count the cost when you're negotiating a new contract and you read the fine print to make sure that you've counted all the costs and there are no hidden items. In life, you must count the cost. Some people seem to have no idea of the cost of some of the things that they're asking for. I saw a story about a a wilderness retreat, a mountainous wilderness recreation area. And the staff members who worked there at the retreat were asked to fill out comment cards and to put them in the suggestion box. Here are some of the actual comments that some of the staff members made without counting the cost. First of all, one said, please avoid building uphill trails. Now, they're in the mountains. The second one was, there are too many bugs and spiders. Please spray the entire wilderness to get rid of these pests. (laughs) And then one said, would you please pave the trails? (laughs) And then one woman wrote, last night the coyotes kept me awake. Would you please tell the coyotes to keep quiet? (laughs) And then... One said, a small deer came into my camp last night and stole my pickle jar. Could I get reimbursed? (laughs) And then one finally to top it off said, it would be great if we had a McDonald's at the trailhead. (laughs) In the middle of nowhere. In life, you have to count the cost. I'm sure Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who looked at the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar had made, 
and heard the decree that when you hear the music, you must fall down and worship the idol. They counted the cost. Now, the king's decree was anyone who will not bow down will die. In fact, he said to them, I'll put you in a burning, fiery furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego counted the cost. They realized they could not bow to any graven image. And they said to Nebuchadnezzar, Your majesty, we may burn in your furnace, but we will not bow to your God. And because they refused to bow, God saved them out of the burning, fiery furnace. They counted the cost. The apostle Paul counted the cost. The Lord showed him and spoke to him there in Ananias' house and on the way to Damascus of the great things that he would do for the Lord, but there would be a price to be paid. There would be a cost. Beaten with rods, beaten with chains, stoned on the side of the highway and left for dead, shipwrecked, snake-bitten, and yet nothing stopped Paul from finishing his course. He counted the cost. When I was a young man, I had the privilege of knowing Catherine Kuhlman. She was very close to our family, and in my 20s, I traveled with her. And she would call me to come and sing on her television program, which she made at CBS in Hollywood. And I would go into the studio, and the Carol Burnett show would be next door, and The Price is Right would be over here with Bob Barker, and here I was doing Catherine Kuhlman's television programs. And she would call me to come to her crusades, and she would have me sing and testify. I was not preaching and praying for the sick yet. That call had not yet come on my life. And she would call me and ask me to come to the Shrine Auditorium where she had a monthly healing service. And, and I would sing and testify. And I'll never forget one day, as she was standing on the platform with the Shrine Auditorium jammed with people, the tears were streaming down her face. And she said, no one knows the cost of the anointing that I carry. In those days, I didn't fully understand what she means. But I understand it now. God counted the cost because he lost mankind back in the Garden of Eden. Satan stole him away. And God counted the cost in the shed blood of his own son. John 3.16 tells us that he loved the world so much that he made his love an act of his giving and he gave his son. He spared not he counted the cost. For God did not send His Son into the world that we might die, but that we might have lived, that we might live and have everlasting, abundant, eternal life. He counted the cost. And someone might say, well, God, you've paid too much for a dying, crying, sighing world. No, I have news, friend. You and I are not the judge of that. Only God can judge the worthiness of the cost that he paid. The cost was great. The cost was the shed blood of Jesus. Do you know him? Or do you just know about him? Is he just a name in the Bible? Is he just the object of a story? Is he just a name that someone uses in a verbiage of cursing? Or do you know him? It's one thing to have your food on the table in front of you. It's another thing to have it in your belly. If you don't know him, then here's an opportunity for you to know him. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And if you'll pray this prayer with me, 
And if you will repent of your sins and ask Jesus to forgive you, He'll do it. For the Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you've never received Christ as your Savior, or if you want to come back to God, and you'd like me to pray with you, then pray this prayer after me right now. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner, a backslider. I realize I've missed the mark, and I am truly sorry. Please forgive me of every sin. Forgive me of every wrongdoing. I submit my life to you. I renounce the devil and his grip on my life. And I receive Jesus Christ, God's only Son, as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Save me. Heal me. Forgive me and deliver me. Set me free this moment. I receive you in Jesus' name. Now friend, if you, if, you pray, if, you, if you prayed that prayer with me, what you've just done is you've just counted the cost and realized that Jesus went to the cross to shed His blood for your redemption, for your miracle, for your healing. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to email or call. The email address is oralroberts.com or the prayer group number is 918-495-7777 or I'd like you to write me. I'd like to know that you just prayed that prayer with me. You say, well, it was a mighty simple prayer. Well, yes, but if you're sincere, that's the bottom line. That's counting the cost. God made His love an act of His giving when He gave His only begotten Son so that men and women like you and me would not perish but have everlasting life. I'm glad that I counted the cost. At the age of 19, I counted the cost and my father prophesied all the things that I would be doing in my life. I counted the cost and I stepped into that calling. I understand what Catherine Kuhlman meant when she said, no one knows. I can hear her say, hear it saying it. The price of the anointing, the cost. I understand it today, and I give thanks to God. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.